Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining us today, which is June 23rd, 2021. I don't do shows very often where we target a specific product, but today we are going to be doing that because it's a really interesting story how this entrepreneur got started in the business that he's in, which is the healthiest coffee. His name is Tyler Ornstein, and he will be joining us and talking to us about how he got started, what motivated him to do so, and where he is at this point with his business. Welcome, Tyler. Denise, what a pleasure, and thank you so much for having me on the show, and you're absolutely right. We got to all stay in the pink. I like that. I usually, I usually like to stay in the black, but I think, we're, <laughs> I think I can change that. I think I can change that for myself and stay in the pink now. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> well, you, you have a you have a really interesting story to tell on how this all began, and obviously you were at a very young age. So let's get right to it. Okay. So do you want me to tell you how I started door to door on a bicycle? Tell us how old you were and what. Sure. It all started. Yeah, absolutely. So it all started with my father. Um, Him and I kind of bonded over coffee, and we saw coffee as kind of something that we did on the weekends. And he started getting some stomach issues, being an entrepreneur slash scientist, a lot of stress. And he went to his, uh, excuse me, GI doctor, and he said. you know, I'm having some, some stomach issues, doc, you know, what, what do I need to do? And, and his doctor said, well, you got to stop drinking coffee. And my dad said, yeah, that's not an option. <laughs> and so oh, like a lot, yeah, like a lot of people out there, uh, dietary restrictions cause a lot of, um, issues in their, not only in their health, but in their life. And so he figured out when the tannic and lipid acids bloom in the roasting process and then working with a, a couple of different engineers and eggheads, they all came up with this really unique and proprietary Z roasting process. 
So he came to me and he said, Tyler, what's the second largest commodity item in the world? And at the time, I, I really didn't know. So I went to Google and I looked it up. And the first was oil, uh, petroleum products to be precise. And the second was coffee. And coffee, there's over 2 billion cups drank each day in, in the world. Uh, over 300 million cups are drank in America. And you go, well, 330 million is our population. How can that be, Tyler? Well, people are habitual. So they don't just have one cup, they have five. Um, and so that's really what we've kind of come across as people that, you know, it, 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 I'm kind of segueing here, but what I like about the food and beverage industry is that it used to be if it's mass produced and I can get the lowest dollar and I can sell it to the most amount of people, I'm doing something right. And now it's organic or natural formed or, you know, meatless or all this. And what it is, is it's literally for health and wellness because people are sick and tired of being sick and tired is what I say. And uh -huh. it's really important that people realize and wake up and understand whatever they're putting in their body is causing them the, the adverse side effects. And Tyler, Tyler's coffee specifically is geared towards someone that can't drink coffee anymore, um, but loves the taste of coffee and loves the idea of having coffee. And, and we have an 80% retention rate on our customer base because people love our coffee and it doesn't hurt their stomach. So people that have Crohn's, GERD, interstitial cystitis, leaky gut, overactive bladder, you know, you name the, the GI modality, and we really do cater to the whole entire gambit of that issue. Oh, that's interesting. It's all, it's all new to me. I'm, uh, I'm not a coffee drinker. Well, let me educate you, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> I love educating I've people always, about our coffee. Yeah. You know, I've always found the smell very inviting, but I just have never chosen to drink it. Oh. Well, you could try it. Just try Tyler. Oh, I have. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come in different flavors? <laughs> no, no. Well, we tell people this. We say you could have any flavor you want as long as you add it. And the reason why is it's not just a, a cop-out to say we don't want to do something. It's because we literally create a medical-grade product. And any flavor or any contaminated uh, aspect to that product could cause someone down the road to have stomach issues. And we just don't want to even risk it. So this, this coffee is roasted individually with hot air in a proprietary process. It's extremely complex. When people buy Tyler's coffees, they buy the highest quality, single source, AAA Arabica, USDA certified, small hectare plantation. Uh, it's then roasted with our zero sting air process to not have any informalities of uh, temperature variants or moisture variances or you know, anything that could be quote-unquote seen as a derogatory or an inflammatory to the customer. Where is it grown? Chiapas, Mexico. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Did, did you go down there? No, no, I haven't been down there. Um, you know, it's interesting to, to say this, but it's the truth is you, you, 
you don't really want to go down to the places where you get the source of coffee because they also grow other things down there. <laughs> oh, okay, very well put. <laughs> In other words, you want to come back. <laughs> exactly. You got it. You want to come back. Yeah. Good way to do that is not to go in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is sad because if anyone looks up Chiapas, Mexico, it's freaking gorgeous. It's in the middle of the rainforest. Uh, it's it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful land. But you know, it, you're you're absolutely right. You know, it's just a place where you don't want to be there. How do you spell it? Um, I don't know how to spell cat. I'm dyslexic. But let me Google it real quick. See, I'm honest. One second. C H A P A U S. C H A P A U S. Chiapas, Mexico. Huh, I'm going to look it up on the map. I'm really curious where it is, especially since you're saying it's oh, a rainforest. Stunning. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Oh, that's really neat. But. You couldn't is – it, is it the way that they grow it that helps your product? In other words, you, yeah. you couldn't so source not the way that they else, pretty right? much grow it. Well, okay, so, so coffee lives 200 miles north and 200 miles south of the equator. So okay. it's in the heart of Mexico, uh, south Mexico. And um, and that's that's really where you want to be is either 200 miles north or 200 miles south. The other thing is is that the coffee bean, you're absolutely right, it's extremely important to have quality. And we have it sourced doing USDA certified certifications through Mexico's government, and they they find the the, the beans and you know that's that's just what it is. Like, that's just what it is. Okay. You've got to have quality beans, and we found the source. Excellent. That's just excellent. I imagine it was yeah. tough to initially get the whole business up and running. You know, almost it was. Know, every entrepreneur has, has those issues. Did you have um, a mentor that knew the channels to go into? I had a lot of mentors growing into my business life. Um, not one specifically. I, I kind okay. of did a lot of moving around the mentors because I'm, I'm that kind of person where if I have one mentor, it's not going to be that impressive to, to me. I guess to other people, they want to have one mentor to, to help them in their business. And, and again, that's, that's completely fine. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is that if you as a business owner take a piece out of every single successful person and then use whatever piece you can see as what was needed at that time for your next level success in business, right. that's really what it takes. I, don't, I think if you, if you interviewed Elon, I think if you interviewed um, you know, Jobs, if you interviewed Gates, if you interviewed Bezos, if you interviewed – all the one, the, the not even the 1%, the like 0.1%, um, they would all say that I got 
you know, mentorship from all these people, but not one specific person. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. Were there any other challenges it. that you <laughs> were there any other challenges Tons. you have? Beginning? Tons of challenges, Denise. If you want to start a business, get ready for a rough ride. I, I don't sugarcoat yeah. things. You know, people say, Oh yeah, it was great. You know what? It wasn't great. It's hard, it's stressful, it's antagonizing, it's anything and everything will go wrong. That will go wrong. Um, Murphy <laughs> is your best friend in the world. I, I, I paint a picture that's real. Uh, and anyone that says otherwise is just not telling you the truth or they're not successful. Anyone out there that's successful has blood, sweat, and tears for their company. Right. How did you keep yourself healthy through all of that? Because stress can do a lot. So I stopped eating meat. That was a big, big, uh, a big move. Oh. Uh, didn't want to, but I had to. And then, um, yeah. So now I'm on a full like. I mean, I'm a pescatarian. I eat fish like maybe once a month, but for the most part, I'm veggie. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I just like veggies now. I just you'd be surprised. People, I I thought being a meat eater every day eating meat. I was not going to enjoy it, and now I really enjoy it. And, you know, I don't have a tummy anymore, and I feel like I've got energy, and, you know, stress is still stress, but I can at least manage it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a book out there, and it's, I think it's called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Have you heard ooh, of it? Ooh, I like that. No, I like that though. Eat right for your blood type. So they, I like it. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Because um, according to your blood type, you know they they go through. Um, the it's like, what? I don't know how many there are. Four different blood types or something. But uh, it'd be interesting for you to compare what your blood type is versus what your diet is now and how how well you feel. Yeah. Actually, I saw a commercial the other day. They're, I forgot the name of the company, but they were talking about how you can send in a DNA test and they'll tell you what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. It's great. I think that's a really cool company, really cool concept at least. Huh. Oh, there's there's some laboratories out there that can do amazing things. But, yeah. you know, it sounds like you've pretty much figured it out. So that's really, well, uh, no, that's really I haven't figured everything out. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> you know, I think people that say I'm an expert, they're an expert to none. Because expert is, expert is an example of uh, ego, and ego is what ultimately kills any business. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Those that think they know it all and do it my know way nothing. or the highway. <laughs> yeah. People that know it all don't know anything. That's that's what I say. What would be your greatest success at this point? <sighs> Good question. I, I you know I think my greatest success is bringing to the world a product that people can drink coffee again without having any adverse side effects. That really is yeah. a great success because I'm I'm helping people. Um, sure. 
Personally, I was honored and blown away that Forbes magazine wanted me in an article with Elon Musk. That was extremely humbling. Huh. But yeah, that was fun. Was it published? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was published. Oh, when was that? Uh, Three months ago. Three months ago? Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Yep. Thank you. How did they find you? You know, I don't know really. They they didn't really tell me how they found me. They just sent me an email and said, we like what you're doing. We like your story. How would you like to have the opportunity to oh. do it? We'd like to do an editorial on you. And then I did an editorial, and the, the editor was like, this guy's cool. And it's not me saying this, okay? This is not me saying this. And and he, he like, sent me an email, and he said, would you mind if we could use you as well? A couple quotes with our Elon Musk article. We're spotlighting three entrepreneurs that talk about how they succeeded in the pandemic, and we think that you would be a really good fit. And I was like, uh, let me think about that. Mm, yes. Yes, I would love to be written up with Elon Musk in Forbes. That would mean – amazing things to me thank you so that was fun that was fun well like everybody else you have had your challenges during the pandemic for sure Um, oh yeah what what do you what do you see your goals for next year and beyond if in fact things remain as they are now which is it's everything's opening up Yeah, I would say, you know, the most important thing to Tyler's Coffees is to provide the best quality product, Um, and and it does come with a price. I mean, we are not cheap coffee. If you want to do a price comparison, don't even look at us. If you want to do a quality comparison, we're actually pretty price competitive compared to other coffees out there that don't offer the benefits that we do. Um, okay. But that's really what I see Tyler's Coffees in the next six to eight months is blowing a couple, you know, doors down of, of grocery store chains that we've been working on, on Whole Foods and Sprouts and Publix. And, you know, we're our team at Tyler's, our sales team is always contacting uh, local stores, big stores. The, the point is, is the more we get our name out there into the public, the more the public will understand what the value of acid-free coffee is. So much so that I've been doing this for 16 years, and I'm kind of honored that people like to rip me off now because it's, that the best compliment a business can get is, a, is essentially someone that does a, a fake or a replica and there's a couple replica companies uh, out there that oh dear yeah they're, they're not they're not what they say they are but they they're trying to be us and i take that as a compliment uh, sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we always have competition yeah. knocking at our door no matter what what business you're in I agree with that. And I think competition is good for business. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. 
So do you, um, has your staff been with you for a long time? Um, yes and no. I mean, I've got people that are two months old and I've got people that are years old. So uh-huh. I, I, I make sure that the people that work for Tyler's are people that are dedicated to their job and their opportunity. And in return, I reciprocate with giving them, you know, a great experience of, you know, I, I want, I want anyone that walks into Tyler's coffees to see that the people that work for me don't work for me, but they work for the cause. And I'm just there as their, yeah. their coach. Now, have you ever considered opening up uh, coffee stores? You know, kind of like a Starbucks I have. Or, or any of those? I have. Um, yeah, I mean, the problem is, is, is when you have a, a store to manage, it's very – you know, it's romantic, right? Like, oh, I have a coffee yeah. shop. Um, uh-huh. It's kind of like saying I have a really nice car. It's romantic to say that. Uh, but what comes with it is very not romantic. I mean, the headaches, the frustrations, the, sure. oh, this person didn't show up for work, and oh, this person didn't call in, and oh, how are we going to cover this shift, and why are we out of this inventory? Right. Why did you not order the truck? Why is the truck not here? <laughs> and so... I've got a lot of I've got a lot of uh, fires that I'm putting out in general. Sure. I sure. just don't see myself wanting to take on more stress for a little bit more profit. I'm not saying I'm not gotcha. going to not make more money, but I don't know. I mean. Maybe if I get an investor that can pad it the right way so that I can get insulated with problems and just pay off people, but I'm not uh-huh. going to do it undercapitalized. I'll tell you that. The, the number one thing that I know for a fact of how businesses fail is, uh, well, there's two things actually, but one thing is undercapitalization. Two is uh not the drive. I've got the drive. I can make the. I can make it happen and with my with my know how and drive. But you know, if you go into a brick and mortar place undercapitalized, it's tough to come out of that hole. You can dig yourself out, sure. but it is tough. Sure, that makes sense. Totally. Sure. <laughs> well, you are right, Denise. Totally right. What would be your best advice for someone who's who's running a business at this time? Uh, gee, you know that's that's a very complicated question. I would first say, why? You know, why are uh-huh. you doing this? And, and and before the pandemic, and I'm going to start doing it more. I used to be a speaker. I used to go across. Oh, across the country and speak on the uh, the stage. I, I I will only do interviews. I don't speak on a PowerPoint or a keynote because I don't need to brush my ego. That's not interest to me. I like only interviews. I, I love questions and I love talking to people. And so I'll go on there and I'll come off and I'll, they'll form a line. They want to talk to me. They're like, wow, you did this. Wow, you did that. And it, 
and 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 I and I I slow play this, and I go, yeah, I, I did all this, and you know that's true. It's and that's amazing, and I go, yeah, that's amazing. It's great, um, and it is. But when you're in it, you don't really think it's amazing. <laughs> but yeah. no, okay. So the point is, is is when I sit down with any person. And the one thing I don't do is I never charge for my time. I love helping small businesses or entrepreneurs. And anyone listening, if you'd like to have uh, a conversation, I'll be more than happy to have it. Uh, email me at Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, at Tyler's with an S, coffees with an S dot com. Uh, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. I love talking to young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs. But I, any entrepreneurs, you know, fine, too. I, I don't have a problem with that either. Anyway, point is, is the first thing I say is, is your product helping? Is your service helping? Are you helping? And they go, what do you mean helping? I go, well, tell me, like, does your product help people? And they go, well, uh, yeah, I guess. And I go, okay, well, tell me more. And then they tell me more and I go, okay, yeah, it's helping. Or, you know, they're an MLMer and they're just, you know, selling Amway. And it's like, yeah, good luck, bud. You know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, (laughs) So the people that actually have products that are helping, I, I, I have a lot more invested interest because that's a, that's a product or, or a service that's actually going to be successful in the marketplace. People buy sure. off of problems. They don't buy off of solutions. You are the solution that they're buying. Right. They're not buying a problem. They don't want to buy problems. No one, no one ever wants to buy problems. So, if I was going to talk to any entrepreneur and, and say, okay, does it help? If the answer is yes, then we would move on to, okay, you know, what are your sales at? What are things looking like? What is your conversion ratios? Like what out of what's your CPA, your customer acquisition, your customer per acquisition, uh, you know, any and all data that you have in the company with your P&L, you know, stuff like that. Because I've seen this time and time again where you have a business owner or CEO or entrepreneur or whatever, and they don't run their business correctly because they don't know what they're doing. And I, I love to help people because, hell, I didn't know what I was doing. And I had to learn the hard way. I learned the school of hard knocks. So, you know, people will be like, what, you know, let me see your P&L. And I'd be like, that's an interesting question. Why would you ask that? You know, like, that, that's forward. And they're like, you don't know what a P&L uh-huh. is, do you? No. <laughs> you know, like, you know, business owners, they don't, they don't follow everything. You know, it's hard. When you wear so many hats, it's hard. But the point sure. is, is that, you got to look at the numbers. The numbers will give you the story of a company. Are they profitable? You know, what's their percentage of profit? What's their marketing spend? Is their marketing spend making sense or is it not making sense? So that's, I mean, that's the really roundabout way of your, of your question because it's really not a specific, you know, way of going about it. Everyone's different. Uh-huh. Very much so. Well, in... In all your years um, of experience, what yes. would you say has been your most successful marketing tactic or program? I, 
So that's a great question. I love that question. I would say that the most successful marketing is when you market to your right customer. When you have the person that says, hey, I'm going to take this idea or this product and I'm going to market it to this specific group because we targeted it and this is what the group's looking for, that's going to be your best ROI. Um, and like an example would How be... How did you find them? I, How did you find them? Great, great. I love that. So the way you find... Okay, love that. The way you find your target audience... Believe it or not, it worked out for me, and I think it would work out for people, you know, listening to the show. Go on your social media and say, I'm looking for friends and family that are willing to try my product for free. That's it. Okay. I'm looking for people to try my product for free and give me my feedback. Like, I want to hear good, bad, and different. And you know, you're going to have to budget in a little bit of money so that you can give out some free product to get some response. And if the response is good, overwhelmingly good, then you say, could you do me a big favor and give me a testimonial on Facebook or on Google or on Twitter or on Instagram or on TikTok or on YouTube or on sure. all of them would be great. So that's really how you first dip your toe in the water of a business and say, does this product even make sense? Am I really actually building something here? And you know, what was really interesting is I had the opportunity to meet Robert Heshevik, who's one of the sharks in Shark Tank. And he exactly said the same thing that I said. I mean, him and I briefly talked behind in the green screen, in the, in the green room, I mean, but he said, I invested in these really, really ugly sweater company because they came to us and they said that they did a test market and they're overwhelmingly successful gag gifts or just funny things or people wanted to just, you know, and, and it made a $300 million sweater company. Huh. That's insane. Interesting. Yeah. It's because people yeah. said, I like the idea and I would buy it. So basically what you're saying is it's, it's um, social media is what, what uh, takes you to the next level. Oh, I, I one strongly believe that. I mean, I think social media as, as a whole has changed the whole entire landscape and algorithm of business as a, as a standing whole. I mean, you know, right. like this, this, this era right now in 2021 – if you are on social media and you have a following, you can put anything in that following and you can get sales. And you just, that's uh -huh. the reality of it. You know, that's not like something that's just, you know, uh, a thought or a pie in the sky idea. I mean, this is true and factual. If you have say, you know, a 200,000 following and you say, Hey, try this product there's a percentage out there that's going to buy the product and say, I like this product or I don't like this product, whatever it is. Right. Sure. But it's free. It's free. It's free to get a social media following. It's not free to do. Uh, usually. I mean, sometimes you have to give out free product, but usually it's more money for posting for people that are successful. Like for example, Kim Kardashian charges, I think $300,000 for a post. Well, guess what? She can't. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. she can. She has the following. She has the clout. She can do it. So another really good marketing that we've used at Tyler's uh, is trying to find influencers in our demographic that would tell people about our product and we give them a percentage of sales and, and it worked out pretty well and we're going to do it a lot stronger and a lot harder in the coming months because we're coming into our season. So May, June, July is slow season for any coffee company. I don't care who you are. August, September, October, November, December, that's where we make all our money. And so we're going to take out everything and put out all the stops because we're a seasonal product. And I really strongly think that we're going to do extremely well. I know we're going to do well. I don't think, I know we're going to do well this season. What more could you ask for? (laughs) So if people want to find you, and follow you, where are you? I am on... I'm everywhere. (laughs) No, uh, seriously, Amazon, Walmart. uh, We've got really great partners that are offline that are brick and mortar, like natural grocers or Hy-Vee grocery stores. we got about 500 stores across the country that are mom and pop, so go to our website, tylerscoffees.com, and see what is in your local area. I love supporting local business, so if you can do that, great. Um, Tylerscoffees.com, of course, you know, the home the homepage. Um, I did actually start a podcast I, by popular demand. People kept saying, Tyler, you got to have a podcast. So I did start a podcast, and it's called Tyler's Coffee Talks. Really original, I know. Um, that's on YouTube. <laughs> and... <laughs> character (laughs) thank you thank you yeah no i mean it's true it's called tyler's coffee talks yeah yeah no it's it's it was just the way you said it It was so funny (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for coming coming on today and uh yeah encourage our listeners to to try your coffee for sure and or recommend it if they're not coffee drinkers I don't know what the percentage of the population is that does not drink coffee, but you probably do. <laughs> uh, roughly around, uh, so, so one, I'm sorry, two in ten don't drink coffee in America. Oh, okay. Roughly, roughly. So it's 20% that don't drink coffee in America. Ah, there you go. There, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you are, Denise. But you know what? Maybe you'll start drinking Tyler's coffees on a regular because it's so healthy for you. Is there caffeine in it? Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah. Double the amount of caffeine. People even send us messages saying, holy cow, this has got caffeine in it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that'll keep you going. Yep. Right. Well, you take care, and uh, thank you, continue Denise. Continue on doing, doing uh, the great work that you do, and 
providing a wonderful product for people that cannot drink regular coffee because it's too acidic for their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wish you just the best. Thanks. I'll keep on keeping on. Okay. <laughs> Take care, Tyler. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for joining in, and we'll be back again next Wednesday. Until then, please be well. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? 